cafe. Mike's Daily Podcast. Episode 1560. 1560. And Mike Matthews Broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcaster Valley Mont, the last place on earth. Today, Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, the brewmaster. Hey, I decided yesterday that I wanted to participate in this crazy Starbucks rewards. Mike's daily podcast promotion going on where if you go to starbucks and you got your starbucks card yeah i'm one of those guys mike's daily podcast they give you points and that can get you a free drink down the road and you know what i did last week with one of those i got something and i think i really hosed starbucks and that charles schultz guy and i got a bunch of big things thrown into one venti drink and it was delicious and i think I want to do that again. So I decided I was going to go Mike's Daily Podcast. to Starbucks and get the thing. And I had the drink. And all of a sudden, look out, everybody. Mike's it was Daily Mike with a podcast. Yeah. Explosion of energy. And I then had to, I said, screw it. I'm going to Half Moon Bay. I'm taking the dog, Basil the Boxer, and I'm going to Half Moon Bay now. Now! So I got in the car, the wonderful Saturn Mobile, and oh my god, look who just walked in at this moment and point in time. Hi, Mike! It's Benita the Rodeo Queen! How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled fiddle player, tell you what. What? That's great and such that you went at that point in time to Half Moon Bay and enjoyed the delicious beach. Yeah, the beach is so good and delicious and... Oh, look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, I make the delicious root beer that's delicious. Here's some. Thank you, delicious. You know, this root beer is so good. It brings to mind water. Yeah, I really didn't make it. It's just water. Ah, oh, dang. But that's all right. That's either here or there or anywhere up there. What's that? And uh, Didn't want to get too close to that. So, yes, I went to Half Moon Bay and I had a great time because I believe America could become a better place. And I don't know. And here's today's podcast picture. It's Silly Accents Day today. No, it's not. It's Zooby, Zooby, Zooby. Valentine's Day. Take the one you love and love her because we are, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Am I right? Am I right? Oh my God, no way. Yes. Am I right? Right? Good. I am right. And that's why you need to. Yeah, no kidding. Be in love with that person that you love. And if you have a loved one, I'm so happy for you. I don't. I don't. Hey, that was a, a grinding halt is what we called that. Uh, no, it's a wonderful Valentine's Day. Happy. Oh, joyous day to you. If you're Catholic, happy Ash Wednesday. And I 
don't want I just I tell all the people out there that aren't Catholic don't be freaked out when you see that weird black thing on people's foreheads that's called ash and it's Ash Wednesday and it goes back to when uh, Jesus was um, it's the beginning of Lent and I'm trying to remember everything I spent four years at a Catholic high school uh, let's see there was the, it celebrated when he walked when Jesus walked into was it Jerusalem with the palms right and so the ash is actually burnt palms. That's what I remembered. Hey, so uh, I believe Kevin sent me something and I want to play this for you. This is uh, an Alexa and Kevin was showing how it worked. Alexa, resume. Resume the episode. Mike's Daily Podcast, 1,559 Carbuncle. It's just some of the... Oh. Get rid of the skinny jeans. <laughs> that remember that on the last show, the la, on the on the on the, on the on the last show, I said skinny jeans because I believe in America. Er, yes. And Kevin, who does the segment, who hasn't done it in over a year, called Adenda with Kevin. He got Mike's Daily Podcast to play on Alexa on the Amazon Echo, and I don't know how to do it. I would imagine you would say, because I'm on all these podcast platforms, I spend more time uploading this show to all these different podcast platforms than actually doing the podcast. And by the way, I have to rush this show because you may remember last show ended abruptly when all of a sudden there was a ding dong, ding dong, and... Somebody was, hey, we're here. And I had to run away. Oh, no, it's happening again. Oh, false alarm. Yeah, Mike, I was just checking to see if it works. Because, you know, I'm a fix-it. I'm a handy woman. And my husband, this girl fiddle player, is going to take me out for a great dinner today. Yeah, we're going to go and have a delicious beef steak dinner. I can't wait. In fact, we're going to go right now. Bye, bye, delicious cow meat. That's right, delicious cow meat. Uh, so, look, my point being that you can get on the show, that you can listen to the show through Alexa, and you just go to the Amazon Echo, and, oh, yeah, all the places you can listen to the show, like Spreaker, I guess if you would say open Spreaker and then play Mike's Daily Podcast, it would work that way, or open iTunes. Oh, my gosh! Oh, wow, look what's happening right now. Let's listen. Firewalls have new requirements. No, we don't want that. My firewalls. Oh, yeah, and to make the show play, you might have to do something to your firewall. I don't know. This isn't that technical a show. I don't get that technical. But I do talk about dogs a lot. I talk about my dog, the wonderful Basil the Boxer. And it does sadden me when I take him to Half Moon Bay. And I notice... I just, I remember all the times we've been to Half Moon Bay over the eight years that I've had him. And I just remember, you know, those up until about three, maybe even two years ago, he would run and run and we would walk and walk and I'd be so tired and he would just have more energy and just keep going. And now we go not even like a fourth of what we used to do and it's it's sad it's sad but he's still really happy he got up this morning he was walking around he wasn't limping a little bit of a limp but 
you know, it's it's uh, somebody told me the beautiful girl that I know at this dog store, this uh, dog food place. She said, boxers they have this issue as they get older, their joints aren't as lubricated. And she goes, are you giving them glucosamine? And I said, yes, I am. And she said, well, that should help. And it does help them. But I just noticed, you know, I got to watch it. I can't push him too hard. And um, yesterday he had a lot of fun. In fact, he even chased the birds a little bit yesterday. There were some birds on the beach. And oh, what the funniest thing, though. <laughs> yesterday, And the podcast picture is going to be from Half Moon Bay. And oh, since uh, it's that time of the week. Where I usually post a picture of myself Because this show is about me And it always has been well, It would be great if I had that drop ready to go This show is about me And it always has been We call those drops If you didn't know Because we had Basil in the last two pictures He'll either be in this picture or not I don't know And I'm I've, We're pressed for time Oh This is a good one Maybe we'll do this one Because he's looking right at the camera Yeah I just Oh That's a good one Okay we're gonna go with that one. Oh my gosh This one he's yawning I can't decide He looks so happy in this one Okay We're going with that Because I got uh, Binky or Blinky Or one of the Pac-Man ghosts on my And he's yawning This is the best picture ever Oh, it just takes my breath away when I look at this picture. This is what the show is about, is looking at my damn pictures. No, uh, that's so, that's Half Moon Bay yesterday. And I might, I might, yeah, I, my knee is in this picture. I'm going to magically crop it out somehow. <laughs> you don't need to see my hairy knee. As you know, I have no hair on top of my head. And that is why I'm not a Democrat with my hat, my hair on fire. I think part of what is happening, I think Democrats are letting their hair on fire to get you to cover this story to kind of keep repeating the same story. One of the stories I wanted to mention on the last show, and I just got sidetracked per huge, is that I listen to NPR a lot, and I'm just amazed, National Public Radio, how many correspondents sound like they're still in high school. Is that what NPR is doing? They're not hiring like people my age. They're just hiring a bunch of kids. Because you hear, so what's going on today? And Google decided to buy a bunch of cars that drive themselves. And that's what's going on. We talked to this guy. Yes, uh, I'm the guy, Sergey, whatever. And I, you know, started Google. And God, you're pretty young for whatever. Are you doing this as like a school project? You're getting points through your internship program. What? And yeah. And that's what he said. Um, back to you and study. Ah. So yeah, Mr. The old guy, Robert Siegel, who I was talking about last time, he's gone. He retired, and it was the most unceremonious. They did all these little things. Uh, Robert, we did all this for you and that, and and these little tributes to you is what I'm saying. And so we did these tributes to you, and now get the hell out of here. I'm Robert Siegel, and I'm out. What? I'm out. I guess I'm leaving now. Oh, goodbye. I am. The door is being shut. The end. By the way, Kevin, we have to thank Kevin for this. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. On the last show. So I am just concerned that NPR is doing a Kathy Lee Gifford thing with 
the correspondence that they're getting too young and that they they're so young they don't have any perspective on what's going on that's my only concern i could be completely wrong i could be a little bit jealous because when i was a youngster trying to get into the biz i got nowhere i banged on every freaking door and couldn't get in anywhere at any radio station it took me forever to get in and work the crappiest hours and you know to get on a national national radio network when you're on npr and you're heard by 400 radio stations around the world around the country in the smallest of towns my little town of huntsville alabama that i lived in for two years has wlrh there and by the way the people on wlrh that are the uh, so you have this national show that they're getting that they're I forget where their headquarters are. They say Culver City and Washington D.C., but they uh, they you know they broadcast out of there, and then they're heard all over the country. But then you know you have your local person sitting in the studio in uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, who will talk in between the segments and go, "Don't forget, we are giving away uh, a we're having an event with wait wait don't tell me at the theater the Von Braun Theater, so come on down." And if you're a member, you'll get in. You have to pay $50 to get in. And all those people doing that are youngsters, too. They're young college people. So I don't know if NPR is paying buku bucks to their anchors that are being heard nationally. And the local people and the local kids and the correspondents are like, they're not getting paid. They're just interns. I don't know how it's set up, but there's something weird going on at NPR and, and throughout radio. I was having a discussion with someone that works in radio and we were talking about stock, the, the, the stock price, the, uh, the cost per share of radio stations now is in the like cumulus is down to five cents or a fifth of a cent or something like that. Uh, what used to be clear channel, this huge network, it's called iHeartRadio now. They're like a dollar, if that, maybe 50 cents. And it's just crazy radio. So small, so shrinking, so dead on arrival. And NPR is just like, I am listening to podcasts more and more. And I see you are listening to podcasts. You are listening to one now. And thank you so much. Oh, by the way, the past podcast, the last podcast picture, by the way, Basil the Boxer was in that one too. And I didn't realize I was, when I posted that picture, that I was also posting his dingling. And it's uh, it's in there, his little ding ding, and his. You may have noticed in that podcast picture with Basil the boxer that his ding ding is completely white. So that's a pretty cool thing. Hey, I or I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's just the color. The, the rest of his body is brindle brown, except for his face is white. But then his dingling is white, and the rest of his body is brindle. I don't know. That's something I can't explain. And can't explain I think it's love I think it's Valentine's Day Anyway Cafe anyway Where are the Look Cupid's flying around my head I'm going to shoot him down Damn Cupid Stupid Cupid Okay I'm sure at any moment The dang doorbell's gonna ring So I better get to A little bit of news Hey Bill, Bill Paxton. Oh, I was, I once saw him in person. I didn't get to talk to him, but 
I was at an event he was at. It seemed very nice. I, th- I knew he lived in Santa Barbara. He was in Twister. He was in Big Love. Remember Big Love, the guy juggling three... I think he ended up with four wives for a while. Beautiful wives. Uh, and, you know, he's uh, Mormon and all that. And that show was on HBO. And it was like must-see TV HBO. I remember people, Sunday night, we got to watch that. Before the whole Game of Thrones thing. And, okay, Game of Thrones fans, here you go real quick. I think we have to thank Kevin for that one, too. As well as ring, 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 ring. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, he recorded a lot of stuff for the radio station. Wow. That we sometimes use actually on the air, but I'm using it all on my podcast. What the hell? Bill Paxton, his family and estate have filed a wrongful death lawsuit against surgeon Ali Koinizhad at Cedars Sinai Medical Center. Um, and they are blaming the hospital and the doctor who operated on him last year for his untimely death. His family is accusing the doctor and hospital of providing the actor with negligent diagnosis, management, and treatment. Bill died at the age of 61. He was so young that these, uh, they say that it led to complications that resulted in his death. They are also claiming the hospital failed to disclose that the doctor was going to use a high-risk and unconventional surgical approach with which he lacked experience and which was based upon information and belief beyond the scope of his privileges. Good God, that's so sad. Oh, that, you know, my mom doesn't trust doctors. I have to admit, I really don't. I, I try and give him the benefit of the doubt, but you have to ask when you go in to see a doctor a million questions. Ask their freaking ear off the questions. You have so, you have, for what they get paid, and I know, you know, the whole whatever, I don't, I don't, I'm not a doctor, I don't know how much they get paid, but I hear they make a lot. But they, they need to, you know, they want to hear your questions. They want to, they want to, answer them they don't want to answer they don't want to answer stupid they get tired they don't want to answer stupid questions but they have to so you got and you deserve it so ask the questions katie Couric, she tweets an apology to the dutch all the dutch katie Couric has beautiful legs by the way ladies uh please continue wearing your yoga pants i'm not gonna get creepy here but listen uh, i I see you in your in your yoga pants and you look amazing. Here's the thing is I'm not going to leer. I'm not going to I'm but I will tell you my brain turns off momentarily when I see these yoga pants. So please don't wear them when I am like operating a spaceship. It is just distracting. You look great in them. You look great. You look fabulous. I don't know if I look fabulous today. I'm kind of seeing my reflection here at cafe anyway and I'm saying Hey, maybe this black sweater doesn't look so good on me. Hey, I've got the bald head and the black sweater. I look kind of family, Adam's family-ish. Which, I don't have my Adam's family thing, but I got this. Oh, maybe that music does work with the subject I just broached here. But anyway, yoga pants are fantastic. We love them. Hey, Katie Couric, 
She is apologizing for saying that the Dutch are so successful in speed skating because skates. Oh, this is where you walk down a really bad slope, my friend. When you say a particular country race is good at something or bad at something. We all have these stereotypes and we say them, we joke about them. I am not a comedian, so I don't have the skills to do such jokes. And I back away from them, but I sure as heck laugh at them when people point out things. You generally have to be of the same race when you are making fun of a race and or country stereotype thing. Gender, age, etc. But Katie Couric has apologized for saying that the Dutch are so successful in speed skating because skates have been used as a form of transportation when canals freeze in the Netherlands. Hmm. What? Maybe? I guess? I'm good at driving because I'm a Californian and to get to anywhere you have to drive? Well, basically, I could take BART to work, but at the 5 o'clock in the morning, it's not running where I want it to go, but... My point being, or her point being, her remark during the Olympics opening ceremony invited some Dutch mockery on social media from people who said the information was outdated. The Netherlands embassy to the United States invited Couric to visit the country to see all the innovative ways the Dutch get around. And Katie Couric, who is very smart, she's a very smart lady who has years and years of journalistic who had to deal with her own harassment type you know it was a tough she's one of the first women in the newsroom and and she blazed the trail and told the, uh what's his name who is she always on all the brian gumble brian gumble gum gumble right ah, i forget who her co-host was that the uh what's that at when we say at she didn't know what the at sign was or you know how to write an email there was that famous clip but she said late monday uh she apologized for being on thin ice ha 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 with her comments and that's katie couric you know she's doing her own podcast or she was doing her own podcast but now that she's being employed again and on tv she's probably not fierce winds forced the closure of the olympic park by the way, in South Korea. And then also the uh, news here says, oh, a suspect has been held after a shooting outside a national security, outside the National Security Agency. Wow, a suspect held after a shooting there. Um, That was apparently in Fort Meade, Maryland. Um, suspect held a black SUV stopped at barrier after a shooting just outside of the NSA. That story developing as I am recording this podcast and Trump's longtime lawyer says he paid actress out of his own pocket. Hmm. Very interesting. I don't really ever listen to fresh air as I wrap up the show here. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. I don't really listen to Fresh Air with Terry Gross, but she had on a guest yesterday who's just written a book. And I won't say his name or mention the book because I don't want to give him free publicity because they didn't pay me anything. But this guy apparently has interviewed Stephen Bannon at length and said Trump is just basically the guy who 
he'll, he turns on people pretty quickly. And Stephen Bannon was not too happy. Once Trump got into the White House, was not happy the direction Trump was going because Steve Bannon has these values that he wants, uh, that uh, these populist values. He wants very on the right, right wing side. And he goes, okay, well, if Trump's going that way, I want to try and get all of these smaller people like the, uh, what was it, Moore. Now I've, I almost called him Roger Moore, not James Bond. The creepy Alabama guy. Try to get him, Roy Moore, try to get him into the White House. Like he's more Trump than Trump, what Trump used to be. And he was trying to get all these like Republicans into the Senate, rather, and the Congress, House of Representatives, trying to get those guys in to be more Trump than Trump is now. And then everything fell apart. The whole Roy Moore thing went crazy. And so Michael D. Cohen, President Trump's longtime personal lawyer, said that he paid $130,000 out of his own pocket to a porn star who had once claimed to have an affair with Trump. In the most detailed explanation of the 2016 payment made to the actress Stephanie Clifford, Mr. Cohen, who worked as a counsel to the Trump Organization for more than a decade, said he was not reimbursed for the payment. Interesting. And then, of course, the whole Trump deficit, adding to the deficit with his new budget and how that is just so the height of hypocrisy because the Republican Party, especially when Obama was president and you had the whole Tea Party movement and tea, get a, Obama is... Uh, and that's the end of the show. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful, who will that be? Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Enjoy our day. If you're listening to this show on Alexa, thank you, Alexa, for playing me. This has been great. And have a great Valentine's Day and Ash Day, Ash Wednesday. All right. Whew. I didn't get any sleep. I'm not doing that Half Moon Bay thing again anytime soon, my friend. Because it was wall-to-wall traffic coming back. Great. Traffic is great for listening to podcasts, though, and listening to Terry Gross. And then what else did I listen to? Oh, Cross Currents. That's K-A-L-W, a local Bay Area station does that. And they talked about acorns. You know, all the trees locally, they've been dropping all these acorns. And that's been helping the people in the burnt-out areas of Napa Valley... Uh, and and Sonoma and that's because we're getting giving our acorns to them that found I was great oh look there's an acorn in the ground right here how cool acorn Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews his podcast is super easy to find download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com see you tomorrow bye